I'm your host, Matthew Laporte, and I'm on with one of my best friends, Cody Lutz. Hello. How are we doing? I'm sure if you guys watch the Suttering and Silence podcast, you have seen Cody. He was just recently on, too. It was the uh, the podcast, Who Wins with Cody Lutz? Where I broke a chair. That was actually hysterical. That was actually hysterical. Um, that Which, for some reason, we still haven't cleaned up. Yeah, no. Why would we clean it up? It's... It's an aesthetic. Dude, so I did I, I did a podcast. But I have to redo it, but I did one with Taylor and uh, Christian, and they were here, and they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, literally, the yesterday. Or, or, or we, we did it that Wednesday. That Sunday we had our Friendsgiving. The was, like, I didn't lean back too hard. I literally just, like, sat well, back no. like I, how I am now, and yeah. it was already broken, and then all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm fine, I'm fine. Well, no, I, it, it was partly my fault, because when we were, we were recording one with Gavin and I, and it was virtual, and I didn't realize how far back I was from the wall. So I was like, 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 like leaning back right. against the wall, and then it cracked, like this this corner. Uh, and then I think you just leaned back, expecting it to hold more weight. Like we got this table and the chairs for five bucks. Yeah, dude, we just picked it up when mm-hmm. you guys were starting the podcast. Not starting, but like, I think it was like halfway through your season one of Stuttering Silence. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, we was... were doing the coffee talks mm-hmm. at Gavin's. Yeah, yeah. And Suttering and Sounds is now officially back in person, too. Yeah. So, which is great. Which is really, really, really good. I, I love when everything's in person. I think it, it definitely adds a better aesthetic. But um, speaking about aesthetic, Cody, you are pretty infamous in this uh, in this area. I have ran into multiple people who We're go... always having my phone dead. Well, yes. Your phone is always dead. It's been it's still dead. Apple products. Your My phone has been charging for 20 minutes and it still is not turned on fix it <laughs> there's this guy that i just recently listened to he was on flagrant uh with like andrew schultz mm-hmm. the guy I, f- I can't remember his name but i'll find it and put it up um he's like talking about like building his perfect phone and he's like apple battery battery is just battery ass. it's just straight ass you can pick everything with apple is fine but the battery yeah literally and he's like he, he would have chosen like the google screen the apple camera the apple processor the picks I like the pixels. Well, he he did say that for like for like still frame, but I'm more talking about the editing aspect of it. Of what the pixels? Yeah, because you can take away anything you don't mm-hmm. want in the background. And well, he was saying fix old photos, which is dope. Yeah, he was saying still frames. He would chose the pixel, but you can do really nice 4K on mm-hmm. the um, on the uh, Apple products, which is kind of cool. Um, but getting into it here. Uh, now your industry i guess my industry too but you're way more into it in that end the bar the bar scene liquor liquor i barely even know where <laughs> a lot of times i said that in a day is just not okay the worst dad joke in this industry yeah but it's and i'm here for it but it's funny um but yeah so like i know like last night you probably got out of there at what three in the morning yeah just about yeah so yeah it was a really it was a busy night and for the bar yeah, like you guys weren't crazy busy after like seven seven thirty. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Yeah, but we were just picking up. We were busy as hell. I had to be behind the bar ninety percent of the night. Sorry, I thought these were the same pants I wore. I know I left my money in my pants last night. Oh no, you, what? Hundred percent left left my bar money in my pants last night. Your so your dad gave you money last night. Mm-hmm. Just threw it in my pocket. And he goes for the wedding. And I'm like for the wedding. What? And then like an hour later, he goes. Wrong that. I'm like, oh, damn it. It was. How does he. F- 
Okay, listen. I don't know. You go from a 52-year-old man to a 23-year-old man child. <laughs> There's no he correlation. Just, he just he threw it. He literally just didn't even say anything. He just put it in my pocket. Goes thank you for the wedding, and then then leaves. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? And then like an hour later, he goes, No, I met Matt the bartender. Mm. And I was like, Ah. But so, what would you say is the biggest struggle? Snapple. Snapple. We got, we got those like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. This was the last one in your fridge. That's fine. I think Amanda and Ryan and all them were drinking them. But uh, so we'll, 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 in your industry, as like being the bar manager, being that dude in there, what is like, the biggest struggle that you people. see on the people? People just suck. They just don't. COVID, in my opinion, COVID created such a gap between the service industry and the people at this point. Interesting. Where there's two different aspects to it. One, everyone, the people understand it, or the other way, nobody understands it because they were pouring for themselves they don't know how to pour so they're pouring quadruples in their drinks and like this is what it's supposed to taste like so then when they get a double they're like it doesn't even taste like liquor well that's kind of because you became alcoholics during covid everyone was trying the you know the wine sampling cases the whiskey and bourbon sampling cases they were drinking all the time because they were kind of having they were partying with whoever was in their house or whoever they trusted enough to be in their house sure, at that time. That makes sense. Because don't get me wrong, I had seven people in my house at that time. Because I had yeah. me, my mom, Caitlin, my dad, Jordan, Tori, and Dan. Yes. And then four dogs. Five dogs. Yes. 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 Four yes, dogs. Yes. Four dogs. Yeah. Um, they're two and then our two. Because we didn't have Ollie at oh, the time. Oh right. But we got him that November after after yeah. lockdown and everything. But we were always, because we had so many people, I was working out in the garage because I had a full weight set and everything in the garage. I remember, buy, I remember buying those with you. Yeah. Going with you for that. Um, yeah. So, like, my life, yes, it changed. But, like, during COVID, I was the call guy, the cook, the curbside guy, the bartender when we started doing alcohol to go for the slushies, um, which 90% of bars did when that happened. Um, only on like one or two days a week, I was all those things. The other times, all the other managers were there, but the gap between the people in the service industry definitely, in my opinion, widened because nobody really understands anymore what it's like because they weren't able to go out. They weren't able to eat out. They weren't able to do so many, not even so much eat out, but they weren't able to sit down in a restaurant. The social interaction wasn't there. Everyone forgot how to be social creatures, which humans are. And they forgot how to treat people because they were only treating, you know, they were texting, but it was and FaceTiming and Zooming. But really it was whoever was in your house was the only people you had contact with for most of quarantine. So, So in my opinion, I feel like we need to get back to not even what it was before COVID. Like I think we're learning, sure. and I think I'm we're the service that. industry is definitely in a better place after COVID, in other ways, where people are starting to. It's this huge, the can, like cancel Karens culture, <laughs> I guess if you want to call it that way. <laughs> yeah, or but uh-huh. like some yep. people feed into them and they want them to do that. Other ones are like, I don't want to be a Karen, so I'm going to be as nice as possible and accommodate. Yeah, which I can understand, but. 
we're definitely learning, but just because you're learning doesn't mean you're putting that knowledge into effect. Sure, sure. Now, would you say that <clears throat> with, with I, I guess we can call it Karenism, do you think there's more of like an atmosphere for, let's say, a Karen in like the service industry? Do you think they're more aware of like, let's say you have... They're a, more aware of everything in the service. Karen's definitely, the service industry is like their home. Which is which is weird because I, I would I would feel that the amount of videos, the amount of negative publicity Karen's quote unquote get, you would think that they would there would be less of them. No, I you think, think they feed more, off of it. This, oh, they think, feed, okay. I hundred percent think they feed off of it. They love the energy and the publicity they get negative or positive because their mentality is always they're right and they're down mm -hmm. to argue about it. Yeah, yeah. I can so that. when the negative publicity, that is where they thrive. They want to argue. Hmm. They want to have the clap back and all of that. Yeah. Because realistically, they think they know better than everyone in the industry. I just had one like three weeks ago. Tried to explain to me what was in a certain drink. I don't remember what the drink was. And I was like, that's not true. And she had a, proceeded to try and argue with me for five minutes, and I was like, Here, "Do me a favor, look it up on Google. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't sure. give, I don't care. Neither, I'm not gonna argue with you anymore. If you disagree with me, I would like you to look it up on Google and prove me wrong. Yeah, I'll make whatever she wants, <clears throat> but I don't want, I don't want to serve a product that someone is not gonna like. That sure, is always no, I, my because totally one, understand. it wastes my product. Dude, you make really good drinks, anyways. But yeah, but it wastes it's no my bullshit. product. So why would I, okay, I waste the money on that. I lose out on someone else buying that. Mm -hmm. I lose out on the liquor where, and she won't like it. She, yeah. I know mm -hmm. she won't like it yeah. because the combination she was throwing at me was just so outlandish. <laughs> like it didn't even make sense. But then she looks it up. She goes, oh, you were right. But I still want it this way. I'm like, do you really, before I make this, because you are putting together savory, sweet, salty, all in the same drink. Mm. Mm. And she's like, yeah, I give it to her. They leave, half the drink's untouched. Yeah, because <coughs> this, this is what you do. Like reap you, what you sell. I mean, you, you wanted to create that really shitty cocktail. Yeah. Fine, but drink it. You paid for it because she didn't, she didn't ask me to take it off the bill or anything. It was just like... Yeah, why argue with someone who this is their career? Does that does that happen often? What like someone walks up, they go, "All right, I want this this way," and then you're like, "I don't know about that," and they're like, "I do." Yeah, and then it happens. It happens not often, but like decently. Now, now, would you say? Well, let's just say out of ten, how often do those people not like the drink that was just made for them? Then seven or eight out of ten. Really. Like a lot of them will just stomach it because of pride. Yeah, I get that. When I when I mess up, pride, pride. Yeah, I'll I'll eat it. If it's not good, I'll drink it. I'll eat it. Whatever it may be. But they're my favorite thing. So going off of people not knowing what they're drinking. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my biggest pet peeves in this entire industry. Can I get a Tito's and vodka? Let me see your ID. Oh, dude. ID mm -hmm. right now. I don't. Yep. You, you will not say another word until I get that ID. I saw that. TikTok and then I will about see it. everyone else's IDs that will be around you. Because if you're asking for a Tito's and vodka, there are two things. You are flabbergastedly fucked up. 
or you're underage. Is it now? Is it always those two, or do you just have like an idiot that's just like that's not? There's sometimes the yeah. idiots, but nine times out of ten, it's one of those two reasons. Dude, I've seen those TikToks <clears throat> on like four separate occasions. It's and it's always the same thing. Can it's, I get a Tito's and vodka? vodka? And they go, ID <laughs> now, <laughs> or you're cut off. You're done. <laughs> you're done. And it's 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 always one of those two situations because like at first I'm like. Tito's and vodka—that doesn't make sense. And, I'm, and then, I, and then I understand. It I'm like, is oh, a it's vodka. the same thing. It's literally the same exact thing. So, so the one day, me being tired of people's bullshit, I decided, oh, you want Tito's and vodka? And the lady a double shot of Tito's on the rocks. She goes, that's not what I wanted. I said, you said a Tito's and vodka. I got you, Tito's, and vodka, and vodka, with ice. Literally exactly what you ordered. You, you, you asked. <clears throat> oh, well, can I get that? And I'm like, now you know what you want to order? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. You were looking shit up on your phone when I walked away. Interesting. Dude, I, I love that. Can I get a green sneaker shot? Can I get a surfer on acid? Dirty bong water? What is what? What are uh, they? Dude, these um, are drinks? They're, it's like people just look up. Oh, dude, what was it? There's a rusty screwdriver. I've heard of that one. There's, what was one that was we were just making? It was um, Drunken Monkeys we were making the oh, other I, week. I, no, I heard of it through the other bar the other day. I made so many cherry bombs last night. What are cherry bombs? Literally cherry vodka and Red Bull. Oh, okay. But it was just like, I made so many of them last night. What else did I make a lot? I made cherry bombs last night. High Noons, uh, which are yeah. just cans, but... yeah. After a while, cans and bottles hurt the hell out of your hands. Yeah. I Opening them. Like, dude, I, I, so I bite my nails. It's a terrible habit. But when I try to get under the can, like I've had to use, so you can open a can with another can, first of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you just prop it and pop. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> for like five or six cans last night, I used a bottle opener. And I never do that. I usually just switch fingers and go to and open it with another mm-hmm. part of my nail, whatever yeah. nail is longer just to prop it. But then, like, if you see, uh, oh, my thumb is healing, but, like, right here, you see how it's red? Yeah, I see your For thumb, the past, yeah. like, two weeks, I, I've had cuts there from bottles. <sighs> just because when I'm opening them, or, like, my hands are wet and I'm yeah, opening just, them. it's quick. Well, when my hands are wet and I go to pop it, and I have the cap, it, like, slices just the top layer of my skin. It doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. It's just the top layer of my skin going away. I was a bar back last night. I dishwashed. I did... Uh, bartended I sliced both I carved both The prime rib And the eye round For each party Upstairs and down Um, I bust people's tables I helped them serve Like it's just Yeah That's uh, that's what you do To run a business Like Plain and simple That's wild You do anything To get that business Through a night Yeah that was, that's one of the things I didn't want to talk to you about Is like um, <clears throat> Sorry There's a hole in my lip Sorry You can You can move the microphone around too You don't have to No 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 This is exactly where I wanted it to be Alright perfect I just completely missed my mouth for like Good Like Two ounces You heard it here folks He missed his mouth There's a hole in my lip How fucked up would it be If like you Like you were like no bullshit There was a hole And then you have a gauge in there Like three days later No Gauges Hot take Actually not that hot of a take anymore Gauges are fucking gross I don't know. <clears throat> In some occasions, they make sense, but not the, f- not this big on your ear. Sorry. See, my Continue. only thing with those is like, I feel like when they're that big, like, aren't you worried about like your ear like dangling? 
I'm more so concerned about what if it falls out? What if like someone like puts like a lock in it? You never thought about that? <laughs> no, Every time I, I see someone with a gauge, I'm just like, I'm like, what if I have like a lock on me? No, I've really thought about like if they have really big cages on each side, just grabbing two locks, locking one of them together, just locking both ears be together. Because so then literally their head would just go. I would never do it, but so now. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Um, so when, when now you're there like six, seven days of the week, right? Probably five to six. Not always sevens are like summer. We've done sevens. Like me and Nick have worked almost like there was times where we worked almost a month straight. Like there was 21 day, there was 18 days. One of the last days of that 18 was a 20 hour day. Was that the day you were up? Yeah. You had had that outing. When my bartender, I was up. My bev cart didn't show up, so I had to be there right, at yes, six yes, thirty. Yes, yep. Got there, worked all day. We had parties, golf outings, regular bar business, and then I worked that night. I helped him with a wedding he had, and then I was also downstairs bartending, well, not bartending, but helping out the bar, and then just managing. And it was just dude by the end of that shift. I literally contemplated just absolutely murking someone. I was just like anyone that would have caused me a problem that night. Yeah, it yeah, might have been hands. It might have been hands. Oh my god, dude! I would have been. I would. I would. I would have actually hated my life because like there's days that like I've opened and I'm there to like eight or nine o'clock and I just I hate every single human being. Uh, yeah, walks into that place. eight or nine o'clock versus three or four in the morning. No, dude, trust me. And, and that's all. That's all like a like a. It's a like 12 13 hour shift. Like, like I'm, je- oh, dude, that's every Friday and Saturday yeah, for me. Is it like 12 I, to 14? No, dude, I can't do that. And a lot of the time, I'm on my feet the whole, the whole time of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, and, I'm not, and I know I'm preaching to the no, choir. No, I get it. But it's like, when it's like you, you're, you're leaving, then that, that, that guy that just, oh, yo, man, like, bro, please don't talk. It's to like, me. shut the fuck up. Please don't talk. Just, to me. just, just, just get out of my face. <clears throat> like, so what, one of my regulars, we're sitting at the bar, and me and Nick are having a drink after work, just chilling. Waiting for the we're counting the bartender's money. We're just doing other stuff like that, and then one of my regulars walks into the bar like one fifty. I'm like, oh I'm like, bro, we've been closed. Like, it's the same. We close the same time every weekend that you come in every goddamn weekend. You know, and then he proceed. Well, he proceeded to ask me what time y'all are closed. I'm like, brother, you're here like twenty minutes ago every weekend. We close at one. He walked in at one fifty. The doors happened to be open because we didn't think anyone was gonna be coming in. We just didn't yeah. unlock the doors. We're still doing like getting beer. We're cleaning up the ashtrays and the cigarette butts all around the building. Just cleaning up around, and I'm just like, really? Oh my god! And he's cool. He was like, ah, oh, my bad. I just woke up. I'm like, you just oh, woke wait, up. wait, wait, what? <laughs> Apparently, he said he was trying to take a nap before. Going out tonight and just never woke up after work. I mean, I get that. A nap after work and then you're gonna go out and have some fun. But brother, you're you're not going to sleep now. Oh god. Like if you think about it, he went to bed probably at four, five, six. Yeah, and now it's one fifty in the morning. Almost two o'clock. Like I just love how someone goes, It's one fifty. I'm gonna go out now. Like most bars close at two anyways. Yeah, you'd have to go to Valley Forge. Or a nightclub down in Philly. That's true. You would. They're the only two places that would stay open. Because a lot of the bars around here switched to... One. 
one after COVID because yeah. the extra, the one to two and then that two to three. So you give people 30 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. to get out of the building. Yeah. So that one to two is where like one, one to one thirty is that after we close 30 minutes, you guys got to get out of the building. But it used to be two to two thirty. Yeah. I remember that. Which nothing good happens if people are still drinking into that time yeah. of the night. That's why we went back. We're not losing out on a lot of money. We just moved our bands back instead of nine to one. We're eight to twelve. Yep. Um, on most bands, besides some of the ones that we put outside, like Triple Rail Turn, Shot of Southern, which is next week. No, yeah, we don't need to talk about it any yeah, more than that. Any more than that, we're good. Yeah. Um. But that hour, extra hour. Regardless of where you are, whether it's you close at 12, you close at two and you used to close at three or you used to close at two and now you close at one. It was so much extra bullshit. Yeah. Because you get that extra hour of drinking. That extra hour does not make that much money. Well, I, well, I remember those days like, I, and I was young too. And I'm just telling people, get the <clears throat> fuck out of my bar. So what So what can people do that are coming into bars or that are, that are patrons that can make not only their experience better, but your God's experience just equally. Cause I feel like if they're be willing- nice and listen to your bartenders or servers, if you're yeah. at a table, yeah. cause honestly we have your best interests at heart for two reasons. One, you're a human being, you're a customer. We want to see you guys get home safe. We want to see you have a good time and not get into any bullshit. Yeah. Two, we have your best interests at heart because we want to make the money off of you. Sure, sure. I will 100% agree. When Everyone come, will like, say that. Yeah. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I'm a nice person. I'm a good guy. But when it, when I used to bartend, a lot of conversations I had were strictly because I was making money off of you. Yeah. It's sales. It's I, I, sales and it's business. That's just bottom line, yeah. I always enjoyed the conversation. I'm not saying I ever did not enjoy the conversation. Even if it really wasn't a conversation I wanted to be a part of, I still enjoyed it because I was still bartending, still having fun, still serving people. I loved it. I love bartending. Yeah. Bartending over serving any day of the week. So much. In my opinion, I love showing the skill of the bartending. But just because, like, I can have fun, I can do stupid stuff. You can have a little bit of flair. You don't have to. Yeah. I can flair bartend to an extent. I don't. You just do the simplest shit and mm-hmm. boom, people love it. Yeah. Like I was working on a trick up st- when I was working upstairs for a while just to be fun. And also I'm young. Like sure, I, it's, sure. it's easy enough to be in that mode when you're a younger person. Yeah. Where, oh, as, yeah when when you get into the industry bartending for 10, 12, 15, 20 years, usually you're just speed efficiency you talk a little bit, but you just head down and go. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. My head down and go mode, I'm faster than most. I will, it is not humble at all. I will brag about it. But I still, I still like to have a little bit of flair and fun. Sorry, I'm just gonna... No, you're fine, dude. You... Bro, you fix your products. You, you are Paul. really, you are really just struggling today, aren't Dude, you? It's, uh, it's been rough. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, I, I know that Ella works because, like, I'm my laptop is currently charging. That's wild. So, 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 so when you're bartending, right? Fuck Apple. <laughs> How'd you forget to charge it last night? Did you I just didn't plug it in. 
No, it was just an L on the plug. It just didn't charge. And it's with your port then, buddy. Yeah, it's probably linty as hell. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know in your car, when you try to put the Apple Play on. Well, it, it hasn't it been doing bit. that. It wasn't doing that for a while, and then it just started, mm. so it probably means I have a lot of lint in the port. Yeah, that was my issue a while back. <clears throat> you know they sell cases that just plug the port so you don't get lint in it? Really? Mm-hmm. It's like just like that case, but it has a little pouch. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it just plugs in, and it, like, exactly like a cord would, mm-hmm. and it locks in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get one of those. Or I, I definitely need to get like a life-proof case. That's one of the things on my list. Dude, I launched my phone into my car when, the one day. Literally oh. into my trunk. I don't remember. Just work shit. I was just like, I got a call while I was doing something else. And I was just like, oh. Well, fuck this. Whoosh. Luckily, I took all the tools that I was I had in my car out. Oh, yeah. Was that from the whole uh, alternator? Alternator. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, you were asking me a question. Um, bartending something. Yeah, no. So, 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 when you're bartending, right, mm-hmm. and things are just heated, like what, what is your best way? <clears throat> and I feel like there's a lot of people out there, not just me, not just you, and not even just like someone like Anthony, who's I know listens to this. Um, what, what would you say to someone who is either new to the industry, who is finding a lot of like very frustrated, finding a lot of stress into it? What would you say to that person that's kind of coming into the industry, trying to make money? Find calm in the chaos. Okay. Dude, I have I love this industry through and through. It is something I've done my entire life. Find calm in the chaos. It's the only way to do it. Now I thrive in the chaos. There used to be times where I was younger. Couldn't even... Couldn't get through some nights without being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then it came to a point where I was like, you find calm in the chaos, dude. Like, I have, I have ADHD. My brain works on chaotic mode, and mm-hmm. I'm going and going and going. Where, when it's chaotic, I can literally just hunker down. It is everything I'm thinking at one shot, just going. Yeah, that's why I'm so good. Like, I when I hop behind the bar to help them, ninety percent of the time I'll just do service bar where I'm getting server tickets. Yeah, because there's two two or three reasons for that. One, the server they're the bar makes their money off of the people sitting at it or standing behind the people sitting at it, like the people that come up to the bar. Why should one of my bartenders who is trying to make the money tonight do the service bar when I'm back there? Do the sir, I'll do the service bar. Y'all make your money at the bar. I'll yeah. do all the tickets. No, I like that. That's actually really good. I didn't know that you just worked just the service bar most of the time. Like that probably last, helps my last a night. Lot last night I didn't because <clears throat> it was mostly bar business and not as much uh, service bar. Yeah, I, I did notice that we we you were right. We were busy. I would probably say around like seven. You had 7, a nice 30. dinner rush. Yeah, and then I would say afterwards. <clears throat> then it was because like because when I left because I was volunteering when I left it was for the kitchen dead dead. For the bar, busy as fuck. Well, when I we walked out of there, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, we had cars parked up the road. I know. I saw like, that left. Big Romeo was the band last night. They're a phenomenal band. They used to play at the Trap right before COVID. They don't really play anywhere else that's super local. Nice. Um, But once Trap stopped doing music, they didn't have them back. And we, we were trying like, to get them there for a long time. What do I feel like every band that plays the Creekside for a while then becomes big? Not I don't All know. Bands. We I feel do, like we, we catch a lot of people on the upswing. Oh, okay. It's a lot like, of we catch a lot of bands in the upswing. 
Shout out to Southern. We built a lot of their mm-hmm. clientele. I know there. that for a fact. Triple yeah. Rail Turn already had a clientele, but it yeah. wasn't local to us. <clears throat> yeah. Don't get me wrong. They were busy from the start. Like, oh, not yeah. crazy busy, but they were busy. Now, they're when they Massive. when you say their name at our bar, we get mobbed. Every single time. Now. <laughs> Every time. Like, Big Vermeo really starting to build a crowd with us where they had two years of not playing in the area. Yeah. So, it takes about a year for them to start getting the recognition again sure any band any band at all it takes you about a year to build a clientele where you are local yeah a year year and a half to two years depending on what kind of music you listen to where they play greatest hits of every genre from the 70s till now they play literally everything even Lizzo I hate Lizzo. Dude, so do I. Sorry, Molly. She's gonna. You you you, you don't even understand, bro. I yeah. listen to Lizzo every single weekend from yep. every band almost. Well, there, there there's a lot of songs I can't listen to anymore. Uh, don't stop believing. Don't sep- stop believing. Could literally stop. Yep. Ble- like living. September. Do you remember? No, stop. No. The twenty first night. You know what really is sad? What? Artists and bands who genuinely should never be ruined. They are one of the best artists of. Any generation where you talk about Journey, you talk about Whitney Houston, you talk about Earth, Wind, and Fire, mm-hmm. um, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, like some of the greatest artists across generations. Half of their songs get ruined for me. Yeah. Dude, Queen. Oh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Another One Bites the Dust. Um, Another One Bites the Dust. Close Fat Bottom Girls is a close one where it, it can get annoying for me. Yeah, but well, a lot of these songs get ruined because people <clears throat> overplay them, and they're yeah. coming back. And kids that are our age are just finding out about them, mm-hmm. so they're playing them and playing them and playing them and playing them mm-hmm. and playing them. And listen, it's what most of us grew up with with our dads or moms or whatever playing yeah. that music. I was Bon Jovi and all that kind of. Billy Joel and everything. That was that, that, that's what I grew up with. Country roads could literally just go down a country road and never Wait, return. Country roads take me home. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's So I mean don't get me wrong, I love it. Yeah. Valerie, the song Valerie could literally just oh, I disintegrate you into dust and just then get jarred up. I thought you, I thought tossed like, into the yeah. ocean and just never be, be seen again. Yikes. So, switch, so switching gears. Mm-hmm. I know you really, you and I, we had this massive debate. 